0: Today, we're going to share some stories about when a restaurant or a food truck gets in trouble and how they try to save themselves a couple of pennies when all they're really doing is endangering the public. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Because I've got a couple of stories, and I'm sure you do too. Sure. About a situation where it didn't go the way you wanted it to in the restaurant, especially you being the inspector. Talk about some of the things that, that restaurants have faced on the negative side. You know, perhaps being shut down for a day or having to face oh, an administrative yeah. hearing. You know, those kind of things.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, yeah, there's quite a few where where you mean kind of like where we had to take almost legal action. I think yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Um, w you know, I, I kind of just commented on one of the posts that we had on the training page where, uh, you know, I said pretty much what all of our rules and regulations fall under administrative laws, what they call yeah. it is, uh, it's a whole bunch of, you know, the, the rule books are, 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 you know, 200, 300 pages long. Um, we're not really technically breaking a criminal law. If we forget, if we don't, you know, keep something under temperature or control right. or, you know, do, um, but it all kind of originates under one or two general statutes which are breaking law so the uh which would be criminal law i mean and so um the number one way to be criminally you know when it comes to, to uh, restaurant operations to be breaking a criminal law would be to operating without a permit <laughs> um yeah when, when, in, in the days where where i was doing it we I, I had to pull a few permits you know like either temporarily for road infestation was more common than you would ever expect you know so the the way the the rule say is you have hazards, which kind of everything you get a point taken off here for or there or half a point is considered a hazard. It's not going to shut us down. But there's a, there's a small group of uh, and surf safety teachers it this way called imminent hazards. And so mm-hmm. imminent meaning immediate, you know, danger, uh, <laughs> urgent. Um, yeah. And those will sh- shut you down temporarily or permanently if you can't fix it. So rodent infestations is one of those. So if you got a few droppings here and there, so, you know, you see, you see a little critter run across. That's a hazard. That's not going to shut us down. But there was times where it was an infestation where you know you open drawers, you open doors, or go in. There's it feels like the whole restaurant's crawling. I right. saw that more times than I would have ever wanted to coming out of the floor drains where they've had, you know they're they're breeding in the grease traps or wherever they can find, and the cockroaches just come out. <laughs> you know you turn the light on and they scurry. That was a big one where you try to work with folks. You try to work with folks. Um, you know when I first started there weren't there weren't smartphones. It's just probably like you know they're now it's uh i i see videos pop up every once in a while where uh some employees you know after they've left if they're not working there anymore they they'll they'll post some of those videos if you don't watch out so now there's a little more uh yeah. a little more to it than just a bad inspection or you know bad pr that way but um i saw that a few times the hood the uh had a place catch i had, had a fire marshal call me one time and this place tried to stay open even after we shut them down but a fire marshal called me when i was working for as an inspector um, you, you, you. I'd run into them every once in a while. You get to know them just because, especially opening a restaurant right. or a oh, food yeah. truck, you, you're both, you know, doing the same thing. And so we, we'd get to know them that way. And so we had each other's phones. Phone numbers. He calls me. Uh, then The marshal says, "Hey, uh, can you come down to such and such restaurant?" I said, "Yeah, let me finish what I'm doing, and I'll be down there." He said, "Well, I think this one. I, I need you to get here really, really soon." And I, he said, because I, I see you graded in a few weeks ago, so I called you. Your name's up on the wall. Said, "Said, e, and it wasn't a very good grade. To remember?" I said, "Oh, I remember." He said, "Can you come down?" I said, "Man, <laughs> he's there. This can't be good." So I was there in a few minutes. What had happened is they went in the morning. This is really important for us. To do, all those of us that have the hoods in our in our in our trucks and trailers, with the, especially the deep fryers. Why do we have to get them clean? Why do we have to get the sticker on them in some states and some municipalities want us to get the hood the hood cleaning company to come clean it and then verify that they cleaned it? This is the perfect example. The They came, went in the morning. They had not cleaned their hood vent system. They had not cleaned you know all the way up to the roof. Uh, the grease was just accumulating and accumulating. And if you look in your vents, if you don't take the filters off every night or every few nights and wash them, then... They're not doing their job and uh it, it just got bad and long story short when they came in in the morning started turning on those burners those gas burners and you got that open flame all that grease that was caught up in the hood starts right. getting getting liquid again what is it going to do it's going to drop right down on that open flame the ansel system which is what a lot of us have the, the fire suppression system did its job the powder went everywhere put out the put out the fire did its job but the reason i said okay good what do you need me for because he's going to have them shut down a day or two till they got to work and he said well Found them out back washing off the chicken and the beef, getting all that that soot and that powder <laughs> off of the chicken and and beef. And I thought, yeah, oh, okay, okay. So uh, I think we're gonna have to uh, to uh, yeah. We had we had some administrative hearings on that one. And you know, I I have a lot of compassion. I have a lot of empathy on my side of it because uh, I'd been on the the management side up at that point. I had owned one when I was a little bit younger, but I had managed it's it's a cutthroat business you, you've had the brick and mortars you've had the 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 trucks I have to it you know there's sometimes where um we let we have bad judgment in the name of a dollar and keeping that you know not having that food waste and not throwing something out um you know we're, we're if it gets like that you got you can't you can't have a lapse of judgment just just because oh it to be okay we'll just wash this off and, and if we cook it nobody will know the difference and just going wow you know uh to, yeah, so that was that's a tough one. That was that was that was probably the biggest eye opening one I had was uh was that someone was willing to 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 go to those lengths of, of one not cleaning it, right? Not getting it professionally cleaned, and then thinking it's okay to just to just wash it off and 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 go about business. So we had to bag up all the meat, and I had to you know, put a bunch of forms on it, and you know so that I was disposing it myself. I, I took I took it all with me in big black trash bags, and and uh, and had to do some extra paperwork on that one.
0: Oh I'm sure, <laughs> <I'm> sure. <laughs> um, we had um, a hurricane come through. Uh, it's been a while back, yeah. and we were closed down for a little over 24 hours. We had, we knew we had lost power, mm-hmm. and by the time we got back in, the health department actually, well, actually it's not called the health department in Florida, but the inspectors right. were going to all the different restaurants, and yeah. you know, they came into our restaurant. And of course, the uh, the staff that was with me is like Bill. There's an inspector here he's yeah. not here to do anything he's here to help yes and so he comes back and, and we're talking and i ask him a few questions about some of the, some of the stuff what we maybe could salvage and what we just have to not yeah. even chance you know just get rid of yep yep and uh he said i was the first one that asked him any questions everybody else <laughs> tried to push him out of the door i had a feeling that's where you're going
1: with it yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely I, I saw that i see that now as even an owner operator you know i got now Facebook and Instagram and everything else is what I've seen post. Uh, I live, uh, I live in the mountains of North Carolina. So we get some good snowstorms. I've seen when it's cold outside and we've lost power for a day or two where restaurants oh, yeah. say, Hey, the, the ovens are still working. We don't have power, but the, 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 the gas oven's <laughs> working and the beer's still cold. So come on out. Right. <laughs> Holy cow. You know, it's uh, but again, it goes. I understand why we all understand, you know. in, in the name of not having to throw anything out and, and save that, those, those that money, um, uh, you know, can can push us into doing some some things we wouldn't normally do, or that we would look exactly. down on if we heard somebody else doing. But uh, it's easy to get caught in that trap. So. Um yeah he was definitely coming by to make sure that no, no power means do you know yeah. you do not open L- loss of refrigeration is 100% grounds for staying closed.
0: <laughs> well I mean by that point we'd gotten power back and they were trying Good. to to help people out and and basically our stance was it was in the the um the refrigerator we're getting rid of it yeah. and it was in the freezer we're cooking it today <laughs> right. because yeah. you know nothing had thawed out to the point where it was above 40
1: I, that, that's a great I saw that question not too long ago uh, on a test on a surf safe Manager test where it said, What would you do if there was a power outage for a short amount of time or disruption to the power, however it worded it? And it said, uh, And the correct answer, just to shorten it up, was um, save anything, you know, anything that had thawed but didn't get above 41, we can save it. And anything yeah. over 41 degrees or some states are going to go a little more strict 40. Fuca right. says 41. A lot of states like to say 40 just because it's an easier number. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything that didn't get over that that minimum or that maximum temperature then uh yeah save it and and use it. So that that is very legitimate, very very you know the the rules aren't out there to hurt us. I think that's the the main thing, you know, uh is they're not out there just to hurt. they 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 do feel anti-business more often than not, but um They are yeah. there like I like I said earlier, It's I would say majority that I've seen are reactive. I saw the rule w- one rules that were there but kind of not really addressed much uh once covid happened, I saw there was a little more kind of, they started readdressing some of the rules that kind of had fallen by the wayside. Some of them were like, when to use hand sanitizer, or they call it, any You know, before March of 2020, 2020, we didn't really, we weren't buying cases of hand sanitizer. And so they were, really weren't paying a lot of attention or asking us questions about it. But, um, you know, so that kind of came up. Um, some other stuff oh like infrared thermometers a lot of people started getting infrared thermometers as we opened dining rooms back up to make sure staff or customers didn't have a fever and saying hey yeah you can use that in a kitchen but you can only use it you know on equipment don't use it on food yeah um, so some of that stuff started coming up in it in it the, the, my point is that it's they don't just say hey we're going to talk about this today it is because it is happening incorrectly somewhere and in they're right. <laughs> in the federal code or the you know the federal fda is catching wind of it that Wow. A lot of places think they can just use hand sanitizer now instead of washing their hands after they leave the restroom or take out the trash or go from raw food to cook food. Um, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta put that memo back out there to remind them <laughs> to wash their hands first. Yeah. Um, you still have to wash your hands. You still have to use the regular stem thermometer to check that chicken, uh, not just click it with a laser and it says oh, 350, no. but the inside still pink. So, um, it's all reactive. It's all there for the greater good. And then, and I, I hate to hammer that in, but, I think if we just change that shift and that mentality that, um, that they, you know, they are there to help us,
0: (laughs) Um, Absolutely,
1: then it's, 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 it's for the better. And, and it, 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 quickly, once you do it right and it becomes your routine, then it's, it, it, it becomes your routine. It's not causing any more stress or any more money. And then you learn to go, well, heck, everybody should be doing it this way. You start, you start getting mad when people are doing it incorrectly because you know how important it is. And get those systems in place so that, that, that would be my key to someone new say get to start the system start it right from day one start doing it that way get your systems in place get trained and take get as much knowledge as you can if you haven't already and you know a lot of people are, have been in the industry forever so just um you know that you sharpen sharpen your knowledge and just get those systems in place so when you do have staff everybody's doing it correctly have the checklist the, the opening up and close down checklist uh and and once it's done correctly it just like life is easy and then you I guess yeah, you, you couldn't see doing it any other way.
0: Yeah, we were speaking a few minutes ago about you know auditors coming in from your know, Barking Corporate or whatever. Yeah. If you do things right, just like you've been talking about from the, the beginning, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about when when somebody's coming in for an audit. Your response would be big deal. Come on down. Right. We're yeah. doing everything right to begin with, you know.
1: Yeah. I, when I was an inspector, I'd have those ones that were doing it. You know, they're they're proud of. It. They're doing it right, and because they, they they wanted to, and they knew they're supposed to as well. But they, would you know, when we'd get behind, they go, you know, you're supposed to be there hopefully every quarter or every four right. months. And then you know, if you get backed up and it's been six months, they're going, "Well, finally, we've been waiting on you." You know, that was always a good feeling. <laughs> you right. know, rather than, like you said, some of they're going, uh. Run out the door. Make sure the dumpsters closed. Go, go check the bathrooms. Go <laughs> do yeah, exactly do X, Y, and Z before the inspector sees it. Um, yeah, it was good to see the ones that go. Finally, we've been waiting on you. So that's what that's that's where you want to be as a, as an operator. Going, come on in.
0: You got to be prepared. And realistically, you're not being prepared for the health inspector. You're being prepared right. for your guests. As long as you take that attitude, then when the the inspector yeah. shows up. It is no big deal. It yep, gets you're ready up. for that. You're ready
1: for that. You're ready for that high number on the wall. Come on, give it to yeah. me. I, I, I want my cousin to see that. 97, exactly. 98, 100. Yep. Exactly.
0: Tomorrow, Joe and I are going to be talking about hand washing and how you can time yourself by singing the ABC song.